Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast with Simon Cocking, Senior Editor. I'll be doing a series of interviews with people at the cutting edge of green tech, clean tech, and anything else that we think is interesting and worth listening to for you guys, our listeners. Hi, so this is our latest interview. Conor Sattati. Tomek Ahintakur Margaret. And um, who am I talking to? Patu Kaitle, Seamus Odriscoll. You're speaking to Seamus Odriscoll. Great. Okay, so um, when did you come to Cape Clear? I've been here since 1987. Wow. I was 27 when I came here. Okay, and they can do the maths on that. They can do the maths on that. Um, why did you come to Cape? Well, my parents are both from West Cork, and um, I've always loved living in rural places. And from, I think, about the age of 12, I wanted to live in a place like Cape Clear. And uh, quite frankly, the first opportunity I got... I was 27 years of age, I had just completed my tax exams for Price Waterhouse, and an opportunity arose to become the manager of Cape Clear Co-op, oh, right. and I grabbed it with both hands. Oh gosh, okay. So, um, you were here, and then you decided to have children here as well? Yep. Well, yes, my, my partner, my then partner, Breed, um, came to Cape Clear, and um, we didn't decide to have children. It was much more organic than that. We decided to spend the rest of our lives on Cape Clear, mm-hmm. and obviously having children was part of that. But for us, we, 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 were, we knew and it, it, it transpired that this is such a wholesome place uh, to be a family and to have children. And for us, the experience of you know, having our family here and the, the safety and the lives that our children had and all of that, um, you know, the question, the only question in my mind is why more people aren't doing it because it has been such a wonderful experience for us and for our family. The education that our children got in the school in Cape Clear um, was just second to none and, you know, everything, everything about it. One of the things I like, again, in terms of the school is, is the parental involvement um, my brothers are, my brothers and sisters are all teachers in Dublin and you know um, they can see when something happens a parent comes in and there there's 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 obviously a lot of parental involvement but that's at a total other level here in Cape Clear it's wonderful when there's a play for instance mm-hmm. and all of the parents turn up and the grandparents and yeah. the friends and the neighbors and it's that sense of community um, which we have always liked about uh, Cape Clear cool so um, when your kids were in the school, how, how many kids were in the school when they were there? Well, there was uh, sometimes there was up to about 20 children, 20 over 20 at times. So there would have been, it would have ranged between about 14 and 20. Mm-hmm. And that's actually quite a nice number because um, we were fortunate that there was always two or three children kind of close enough in age. But I think it's very good for children. For instance, I think the, the small school is a better um, experience for children in the sense that when I was growing up I was in a large school in Dublin and I was in a class with uh, 20 people who are exactly my my own mm-hmm. age yeah. and what tends to happen is children just tend to kind of when they're in a large group they tend to just stay exactly in their own cohort yeah uh, whereas here I've noticed the children in Cape Clear obviously they mix with younger children and they mix with older children and there's something very very nice about them when they get into say teenage years they're not shy about dealing with adults either yeah. they're more self-composed um, they're more they're better able to deal with a variety of um, ages and um, I don't know how you describe that properly but mm-hmm. as teenagers and as young people I find that the young people from Cape Clear uh, grow up to be um, very fine young people 
and they all do very well in life afterwards. So yeah, so I mean that's that's a good one, and that leads on that. Cape has a primary school, so after the primary school, um, how did your guys find it going to school on the mainland? Well, for us, uh, that was something that we really um, were very concerned about before it happened, um, because um, we had heard all sorts of things about it, and we thought it would be extremely uh, disruptive for us, or we didn't really know, and it was something that, you know, we were really, it was, it was a big issue for us. But actually, we found out it was a very positive experience in all sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the school that we chose um, is Roscarbury, and for us that was, and for others, it was a very good decision because um, that school also has a, a great sense of community, and um, we found that it was the, a very, you know, for our children, um, they were mixing with other children from rural, small, small um, uh, schools. So. I think it was a very good step between living on Cape Clear and then maybe uh, eventually going on to university or whatever. So we found it um, it worked a lot better than we expected, and um, we enjoyed a lot. We we're still enjoying it because uh, Shane is still going to school in Ross Carberry, yeah. and um, it's just it's part of life for us. We've made it we've we've made it work for us anyway, yeah. and. Um, as I said, I'm very, very grateful. Now, actually, our children and older children went to Clonakilty. And um, I think the, the those two schools, and I'm sure it's true for other secondary schools, but I really feel that um, both of those schools gave our children um, excellent educations. Yeah. So, look, um, a couple of your guys are, are through school and out the other side now. So, so what, what have they gone on to do? And do you think, you know, the from being from an island moulded and shaped what they did because I mean you know one of yours is on the other side of the world now you know well um, Faye is um, I think she's in Berlin at the moment but she's heading she's heading further further away and um, well Faye has had a very positive experience here on Cape Clear but um, and uh, her 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 interest obviously is in languages so she's uh, acquired quite a number of languages Mm -hmm. and I think um, starting with the bilingual uh, aspect of living on Ilan Clara, that's very, very um, useful in, in later life for people who do have an interest in languages because once you get a, a habit of acquiring languages, yeah. it's a habit. It's a, it can become, for me and I think for you to a certain extent, uh, it's, it's a lifelong habit. Mm. It's something we never, um, it, we, yeah. never, we never lose. So bilingualism for me is very important. I would encourage bilingualism um, Regardless, I would encourage bilingualism where two parents are from different countries that they should maintain the two languages um, with their children and if possible a third language. So that's an aspect of Cape Clear which I feel, um, again from our point of view, we do speak Irish at home and um, uh, we're talking about Larry McGuilge, Dominic, Agus Ismailing Gawil Amdeshin, Egnaposhti Erskull, Agus Captain Gunnartin, Shay, Naposhti Egdolaraig in Sinsail. Gwilan on bonus on da hanga kusaka agus karinche morakarinche as it helped um you know our our daughter um acquire other languages later on so I think she speaks five four or five I'm not sure how many languages at this stage cool. probably by the time she comes home there'll be a sixth <laughs> so um what tips would you give if a family was uh, weighing up to come and live here or what advice would you give them well. I've always given the same advice, um, and I've I've have helped uh, advise families, advised families moving here, and the first advice I'd always give is 
uh, come and try it out for a short period of time before you make your decision. Mm-hmm. Um, Cape Clear, so I, I feel uh, coming here for a week or two is a very good idea and um, meeting the people. The second thing I would say to people, it's not heaven on earth. For us and for the people who live here, it is a brilliant place to live, but you've got to be practically focused as well and you've got to focus on the details yeah. of what it is you're, you're going to do. So the third thing I would say is um, for the first couple of years at least uh, when you move into a small community is uh, there's a word keep um, uh, don't get too involved in uh, issues because you need to actually sit back and learn about what's going on and it takes a while to do that and then when you get comfortable and you know a bit more about the community um, that's you know then start start getting more involved in, in in anything that might be slightly controversial or something like that because one thing I have seen is I have seen people come in here and jump in with both feet into something and um, it, it, it's not it's not a good idea there's a lot of context yeah. yes there's context you need to acquire the context of what's going on and what's happening um, and understanding the place um, a bit more Cool, great, that's very good. Um, is there anything else that I should have asked or you wanted to add? Well, um, no, I, I'll, I'll answer any questions <laughs> that you'll ask. But um, just to say for us, I mean, 30 years later, um, Cape Clear has been such a positive experience and certainly Breed and myself, you know, we're here, this is it, and uh, we don't want to be anywhere else. That's lovely. So uh, thanks very much, Gurif Mahagat. Tough odds, Rob. Come on, take We hope you enjoyed that podcast and we will be bringing you more across as diverse and interesting a range of stories as we can find. You're welcome to reach out to us on Twitter, LinkedIn or by email and give us any feedback and let us know what you'd like us to cover in the future. Thanks and keep listening.